0: So Fuck's sake, we are siblings who have quite a few resentments, and we're here to share them with you. no one else is fucking doing it i don't want actually you know what today i'm out i've got a resentment against myself i reckon everyone in that school is backing you
1: don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself (laughs) for the better
0: i cannot stand the man
1: that's the the only time i've ever felt like a man
0: there are corrupt people 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 10, Resentment list. Resentment list time. Ha! Hi. Ho, ho. Welcome to the resentment list with your host, Naomi and Ben. Not that? We're siblings with hang-ups and Ben's got a hang-up. What is the hang-up?
1: Oh, yeah. So, me and mum went to Angie McMahon last night. Oh, at yeah. At the Aster.
0: What's Who is she?
1: She's that girl that sings,
0: like, um, um, oh, set, me on fire. Oh, set me on fire. Okay, I've never heard that song in my life. I
1: don't know how to sing it. Um, she sings that pasta song.
0: No bells are ringing.
1: Okay, anyway, she's really talented. She's like the whole box and dice. She's like got a great voice that just like, imagine having a voice that just. So you saw her at the Aster and, um, it just... Her voice is so powerful that it just completely cuts through the whole room of a theatre. Like, it's pretty incredible. And um, she's got a great range. Like she's got a killer falsetto. She's a great songwriter. Check out this right now. Um, listen to this song. I think it's called Standout Out by Angie McMahon. It's, like, such brilliant songwriting. Um, but, I mean, she was great. But the experience, I mean... You just can't leave your house anymore. Why?
0: What? What? These
1: people are just fucking jackals.
0: What's like, a jackal?
1: <laughs> I don't know what a jackal is. But is I love jackal? saying it. You always um, say it, and I never know what it <laughs> is. <laughs> I think it's like a hyena. I think they're okay. similar. What the
0: fuck does that have to do with the aster?
1: These because these people are so fucking annoying, man. Mm. So, first thing first was so annoying is I love this singer songwriter called Hayley Hendricks, and she's a she's a folk. She play She does like this Kurt file finger style, like really. Really nice finger picking folk music. She's got a beautiful like Joan Baez, Joni Mitchell kind of voice. Great song songwriter, very talented musician. But because she was the opening act, people were talking all through it. And it was just so disrespectful. And and I hate the way that um Australians, no matter where they are, they talk like they're in a pub. It's just like all that, like oh yeah, ha, yeah mate, yeah. Oh, your missus. Like, <laughs> like so. They were literally talking that loud in a theatre while a folk musician was playing. Yeah, it's playing. so sad. Just solo, solo guitar. She's come all the way from Portland, and she's just on this supporting gig, and just no one would listen to her. She was getting really annoyed. She was like, in the middle of a song, she'd just be like, "Oh yeah, you just you're not even listening. You're just texting." Just like, and then she was like. Oh, did you did you like that chorus? Are you gonna text about it? So she was like getting real back at them and I thought it was really good. But um so that was disappointing for her. But um the other thing that pissed me off is is just I'm just sick of this country. I'm just sick of the way we treat things. Like we just treat we treat everything as just a piss up. And don't you reckon like once you're I haven't heard much much judgmentalness from you about drinking, actually. You're really good on that. But I just find when I go out in an environment where people, people are drinking, I just – it's just like fucking warthogs at a, at a watering hole. Mm. Like, it's just – it's so – it just I, – I hate how they just treat it like they have to get as drunk as possible. So, in Hayley Hendricks, in Angie McMahon, people were – like, me and mum were, like, sitting in the middle of the thing and people to the left and the right of us we're getting out every couple of songs to get another beer. And it's like, how is this a nice experience for you when you're getting but a beer But that's part every... of
0: them going out. I think there's two things going on there. One is part of going out to a gig is to drink and have a tie one on. And it's an excuse to drink. And watching music is synonymous with drinking for a lot of people. Two is some of them are probably like that's the way they get through like anxiety of or social anxiety or anxiety of like... I think that it's either one or the two. Yeah, I
1: guess that makes sense. But, I just but I mean, we've both been like that though. But I see the thing about me is that I always had reservations about it. I, I think from from I think the age 20 onwards, I've wanted to stop drinking, honestly. Oh, like okay. I don't – I've never really liked it that much. Just Just how disruptive it is to always – go you always have to go to a different space to get a beer then you got to go back you miss out on stuff and then and then you start pissing so then that adds another thing where you got to piss every five minutes um and then you have a hangover the next day you don't remember anything about the thing that you're at you don't experience it properly because you're just pissed like i just don't like anything about it
0: i had see i'm completely different to you i've fucking loved it from day dot and i never contemplated ever being sober until I was forced to. Like I I never thought that I would be in my thirties and not be drinking. Like I I I obviously like, you know, there was parts of it that maybe No, actually none of it annoyed me. I didn't mind pissing. I love being drunk. Um I didn't get hangovers really.
1: Well I think the thing for me is I think you and me both have addictive personalities, but I've I've had put that obsession onto the experience and so that's why the drinking gets in the way, because I I treat things that I, I'm really into, like music and comedy and stuff, as like this um this ritualized experience where I really want to be in the moment. And whereas I think you perhaps treated drinking like that. Like you mm. you really ritualized the drinking mm. and made that the focus of the thing. Mm. And so We've just put it on to different things. I think. Do you think that's accurate?
0: I wasn't really follow. Like, I was listening to what you were saying, but I didn't really follow. Yeah, it's so. it kind
1: of vague. It's just so that. So, what are you? So, what difference? Obses- you- so, I've changed my obsessiveness has been to the music, uh,
0: okay. which
1: has made me want to quit drinking. Uh, whereas your your obsession might have been on.
0: Mine was like the other people. Was it? It was just part of the experience. It was just part and parcel. Like, but at the same token, I I, w- I was never. One of those, at the same time, I never, until I was an alcoholic and I wasn't born an alcoholic, I trained myself to be an alcoholic. Until I was an alcoholic, I didn't have the need to excessively drink at gigs. I would go, I would have one or two and I'd be happy with having one or two. Yeah. Unless I was tying one on. Because when I lived in London, we went to gigs all the time and we couldn't afford to drink. So we would just have one beer each and then that was it. Um. And that was fine to me, but it wasn't until like I trained myself to drink excessively that I had the the need for it. So I guess I never was that kind of person that needed to keep going up. I I was the same as you in the sense of like I did have that focus for the music, but yeah. at the same time it was just a non-negotiable. It was just one of those things that drinking was part of the experience.
1: Yeah, and, and I think I do see the other side of it in that like now and I'm kind of having this flashback to like – when I used to see local bands a lot. And I think after you've seen them for a while, you don't really care as much. So if someone would say to me, oh, why are you drinking so much? You're ruining the experience. I'd be like, no, this is the experience. This is part of... Sometimes that is part of seeing the band is you're, you're getting as pissed as possible because you're not as into taking everything in. The drinking then becomes part of the yeah, experience. Yeah, and
0: it's like a night out. Like, I think a lot of people... They don't really care, and this actually annoys me. Is like some people, well, not annoys me because I've done the same thing, but yeah, part of it is that that's the excuse to go out, but really, it's just the going out. And I don't think, I don't think necessarily that's a problem. And I don't think I think that's okay. Like if that's how you want to, if that's what you what gets you off is saying you're going to see something, but really you're not really wanting to see it. You just that's just an excuse to go out with your mates and you just want to get drunk. Then that's yeah, that's fine. fine. But um. I think it's when it gets in the way of other people's experiences of that and you just start being annoying for everyone else that wants to want to see it
1: but that but that's the problem with drinking is people would never intend to cross that line but because they're drunk they're not aware of
0: it yeah
1: so that's and that's what annoyed me is that we're at a fucking theater show it's not even a club show and you know both artists the supporting artists and the main artists would occasionally play quiet songs where it's like, you no, know, you have to be quiet to even hear this, and they're still talking about fucking Jono. But
0: it's hard to, but it's hard to differ- differentiate. Like, so for example, like gigs have always been synonymous with alcohol for, for yeah. years and years and years and years. So, but then there's quiet gigs that you go to, like intimate gigs that don't really go with that kind of vibe. But it's hard for people to like. Uh, counter their behaviour depending on... So, say, if you go to a punk ba- bunk gig or you go to a loud gig, it's mm. like no one really notices if everyone's drunk because it's the music's loud. So, people can't really be like... They can't moderate their behaviour because they're like, oh, I'm a, I'm actually at a folk... And a lot of people here may not actually be drinking. They may m- want to come here and have a quiet moment with the music. It's like, to them, it's just another gig.
1: Yeah, and I think... so. And as someone who's like... I play music and I'm interested in the music industry... You also have to be aware that if you're having a go at the alcohol industry, you are biting the hand that feeds you because there there is no way if we made all these events alcohol-free, there's no way that the music industry would survive because it's just people just don't pay enough for music. Like you're not going to pay enough to to have it survive without getting that extra income from the alcohol money.
0: Mm, yeah, it's a good point. I think... But I've been to quite a few gigs that um, have been absolutely beautiful, and people and 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 seemingly, I mean, there would be a few people that are getting drunk, but they're really quiet about it because, like, say if you go to the Frio Arts Centre for one of those gigs, there's alcohol there, but it, it's just the way that it's set up. It's you can't really, um, you can't really keep going to the bar because once you've got your spot on the grass, yeah, you can't and those have been really good experiences and then they actually attract people that don't necessarily do that kind of thing. Yeah. Or you might have one or two drinks, but that's it.
1: Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's it it differs from venue to venue and artist to artist, but it was just frustrating. But it was a good gig. Check out those artists. It was a good time. Um, And another thing I want to say, I got a haircut the other day. Did you notice?
0: Yeah, I did. It looks really good.
1: Well, you didn't give me a compliment on it.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I didn't. It's because you get your hair Because guys get, I feel like guys get their hair cut like every other week. So it's like, yeah, like, so what? Like, you're going to have another one next week.
1: Well, I want to say, I want to put but it out But it's there. a good one. Do you like it? Oh, it's okay. I have my gripes about it and I'll, I'll go into them. But um, I do want to say, and I want this to be known, that if you acknowledge that I've got a haircut and you don't give me a compliment about it, I take that as a fuck you. And I take that as you're saying that my haircut's bad. Okay, that's really dramatic. So, but but how did you? It is is a weird thing that people go, oh yeah, notice you got a haircut. Dot 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 dot. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That means if you say I got a haircut, you give me the compliment, or you don't say I got a haircut.
0: No, but I feel like guys' haircuts they're just like null and void. Like there's nothing to them. Like when girls get like a dye job, like it looks really good, but guys are just maintaining what the look they already have. So why do we have to say? No,
1: but this is the thing you don't understand is. Guys, just like girls, we don't think every haircut's the same. Every haircut is subtly different. And I'm actually very self-conscious about this
0: cut. Well, it looks fine. It's the Thank same you. shit. You actually do, because you've got the curly hair, the curly a bit longer on the top and the shorter at the back. I well, think that, that looks really good on you. That's the difference. It.
1: Usually I just say, do keep it long on top and do the back and sides. This time I said, keep it long on top, but I also want to keep the part on top. I want to keep the curls there. I don't want it to be short enough yeah, that the I curls like that. go away. I
0: think you did well on that. Yeah, I but, think you need to do that from now on.
1: But I'll tell you about the experience because it made me. It yeah, reminded where it even go? Reminded me of my New Year's resolution, which my New Year's resolution this year was to take more pride in my my physical appearance, my personal appearance. So that one's gone out the door. Just like every other. I
0: mean, sometimes I've seen you and you look better than normally, but
1: better than last year though. Like, have I significantly? Tried harder than last year. I don't think so. It's gotten even worse. I don't think it's got worse. But I, I started wearing those track pants more and the dog shirt and all this.
0: Oh, those. Yeah, I mean that was bad. Um, You've got to at least put on someone, jeans.
1: <laughs> someone else I was seeing, um, recently was just like, um, was just like, oh yeah, that time that you, uh, when I was first getting to, to know you and you wore that dog shirt. That was a real turn off And I was like Oh shit I didn't realise I told you that
0: That shirt is not
1: <laughs> But I thought it was fun You know I didn't think it was like a, uh, like a It looked but it doesn't hot look good But look I thought good. it looked fun It doesn't
0: look good but it's like- such a fun shirt no, it's And some- by
1: the way You're such a fucking hypocrite <laughs> What I fucking hate about you <laughs> Is <laughs> that You hated that shirt From Dave fucking Dot And then You were like Oh is that brand of the mountain? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think it's the mountain. You're like, oh, I love that brand. I'm obsessed with that brand. I really want to get a mountain shirt. And I was like, well, why have you been fucking trashing this shirt? Because
0: it's a dog one. I don't want a dog one.
1: And you said, oh, Melissa Broder really likes that brand. And I was like, oh, okay. So when Melissa Broder (laughs) co-signs it, then it's an okay thing to do. but But when I do it, it's fucking shit.
0: Yeah, but the dog, I think I was wanting a cute one with like, little like wolves and wolves in the the moonlight or something not a fucking wolf in the moonlight is hack yeah i know it's hack but i am a hack person
1: yeah you are a piece of shit but anyway
0: so oh that's i i would it would be if you ever if someone i was dating wore that shirt i would never see them again like i can't believe that this person would see you again after that like hats off to you whoever you are Yeah,
1: i'm very grateful yeah um oh by the way i was talking to a friend about they were like um Everything that happens in their new relationship with this this other person. They're like, Oh, I'm worried that they whenever there's something goes wrong, it means that they don't like me and they don't want to see me again. And don't you worry about that when you're seeing someone I'm like, No, my self esteem is at the point where I'm not worried about them not liking me anymore. It's it's I'm thankful for every day that they like me. I'm like Every day that they're not saying you're just a complete piece of shit, I can't believe I ever saw you. That's a good day for me. So, so you're just turning, constantly so
0: grateful. You're, 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 you've turned yourself into a glass half full kind of guy.
1: That's a glass half full because because the thing is, you turn a point to the self esteem where you hate yourself so much that it's not like oh, I'm worried no one will like me because there's nothing wrong with me. I know that there's things wrong with me, yeah. and I'm just waiting for them to leave. But every day that they don't leave me is just—it's just a great, it's just day and sunshine and yeah, happiness. Yeah, I
0: have to say though, like there, there comes a suspicious a suspicion when people like you. You're like, what's wrong with you? It's yeah, like, yeah. I have no, I have no idea. I offer nothing. Why someone would want to spend their time with me? I'm so fucking annoying. Like the other day, like, um, what well was actually yesterday? Uh, Tristan was looked like he was about to have a Breakdown and I said to him are you okay And he was like yeah I'm just really overwhelmed And I was like oh well, overwhelmed About what and he was like uh, I said oh about uni because he's really Busy at the moment he's got heaps of work to do and stuff I was like Oh about uni he's like oh no um, Just about everything like um, I'm just kind Of feeling a bit You know I'm not used to living with someone And like in other words he was trying To communicate that he was like Done with me for that day Yeah. And I went in the shower and I was like and he's a nice guy. He he that's that's not the norm for him to communicate any annoyance with me. So I was in the shower and I was thinking like I was a little bit like upset, not upset, but a bit hurt like oh but at the same time I was like really understanding. I was like no no no, that's true cuz I like being my time being by myself and I think I cuz I work from home I'm always in his face, the poor bastard. Um but then I was thinking back to the morning mm. of all the shit that I was yeah, doing. oh yeah. And I was thinking Oh my God, I'm a piece of shit. So basically I'd come back from the gym. Um, it was like 7am and I I was high on exercise. I come back. He's just woken up and I'm like making him coffee. I'm a nice guy. So I like make him a coffee. And then I, I get on, I'm just like talking shit. Like I don't even know what I was talking about. Yeah, you- just talking at his face. Then I was like on, the, on Facebook on Perth Aesthetics and I was like, I've invited you to this group, Tristan. Why aren't you on this group? Um And he was like, oh, they they haven't accepted my request. And I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, you've got to see this. And so I kept – I was going through the feed of this pa- Facebook page and looking at these photos and just going, oh, look at this. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha Like laughing at my phone mm. and then handing him the phone and making him look at what I was laughing at. Oh, my at.
1: God, insufferable. And
0: I was like, no wonder he wanted to like kill himself. But
1: there is a thing with you, I have to say. Mm. It's one of those things that's been bit under the radar for a while that we need to say. Is you after exercise that time after that podcast with Brie? I feel like you were on pre-workout or something yeah. because you were pinging. You were uh, we were having lunch together and you were just your eyes, your pupils were dilated, yeah. and you were just like kept moving <laughs> around the room. Yeah. You were like that guy that couldn't sit down for lunch. So you were yeah. like,
0: well, I, I've got to say, I've got a real gratitude um, about about exercise because I I think everyone exercise is beneficial to everyone, but for me, like...
1: It gives you energy. I, give
0: a, I get a lot from exercise and, like, I'm really thankful for it because, like, all the good things they say about it, like the endorphins and the happiness and all of that, like, I get... It only lasts for about three hours and then I want to kill myself again. But for those three hours, like, I feel like I can actually do stuff.
1: Well, I don't see... I have the opposite thing. I have less energy after I've exercised. But what's really nice is that um, the anxiety goes away. Like I have Mm. such a sense of calm. I think it's it's, really good.
0: It's, um, yeah, it's so beneficial.
1: Yeah, I think I might exercise again. Yeah, I
0: mean, I I didn't want to say that, but then I didn't want to be one of those people that like, are you exercising when you're depressed? And then like people say that and you're just like, oh, fuck off, I can't do anything.
1: Yeah, no, because that's the thing is like, the good thing is that you have that, I have that kind of depression at the moment where you you have energy. Yeah. Like I want to kill myself constantly. But at least when you feel that way, you're like, At least wanting to... Oh, man, this is so dark. At least wanting to hurt yourself is actually having energy to do something. Mm. So, you can turn that energy into something good. Then it's like you could turn things around really quickly. Whereas this other kind of depression where you don't have any energy at all. It's really hard to turn that into something.
0: But like, you know, I constantly forget like I'll sometimes go a week without exercise and then I do it again and I'm like... It is night and day. Like the difference between me exercising and not exercising is so... The difference is so profound that I can't even entertain the thought of not exercising anymore. It's like, and I mean like hard exercise that I do at the moment. It's like I, I, it's so hard for me to get there, but the payoff is beyond any effort of me getting up out of bed. It's fucking insane.
1: Well, I heard this thing that's really cool about exercise. I don't know if it's true because I just heard it on another podcast, but um, is that if you do exercise, so when you, when you have mental health issues, your brain... is thinking that there's something wrong with you and your brain, because of some evolutionary thing, it thinks that there's a physical threat to you and that when you do exercise, your brain tricks itself into thinking because you've done all this work that the physical threat isn't there anymore. So it it actually tricks you into thinking that there's nothing wrong with you anymore, even though the only thing wrong with you was actually mental in the first place. It's like you've actually... You know, like run away from a tiger or something. Uh, like all your issues have gone away. Oh,
0: that's yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um. Hey, going back to the hair thing. Um, I wanted to share this. Um, shout out to actually, I don't know if I can should say her name because I won't say her name because it was one of not a good friend, but it was someone that she has met recently. Um, someone she met recently uh offered to do her hair. Said I'm a hairdresser can I cut your hair? And she needed to get a haircut. So she said, sure. But what this woman did to her hair, I have never heard anything of it. So my friend has very thick hair, very thick hair. And so she's constantly trying to thin it out through straightening, um, just all, you know, blow drying, whatever. So she obviously communicated this problem with the hairdresser and the hairdresser said, I do things a little different. I don't follow the hairdresser rules. Son Draper. So she actually cut her hair to the root all yeah. over her head. Yeah. So she still has l- long hair, but there's little bit sections in her hair that is completely cut off to the root. Yeah. So when that grows out, she's just going to have all this stubble randomly in her hair. Yeah. Now, she tried to Google this. She had her, she, she, she said, she's the same as me. She said, as soon as I get into the hairdresser hair, you have no voice. You're mute. Yeah, you have yeah. no rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your fate is in the hairdresser's hands. Yeah. So she couldn't communicate her, you know, her apprehension. When it was done, she Googled it. She thought, well, this woman's from another country. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's cool in this country. I think she was Canadian or something. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. Googled it. Not one thing on the oh internet. My God. So this woman has hacked at her hair, her <laughs> beautiful long locks. I mean, half it, it's just all through her hair. She just has shaped like <laughs> shaved bits, and <laughs> it's her, like malpractice. Yeah, and so it's like <laughs> it's like it's crazy. I, I I just can't believe it. I mean, can anyone if anyone's heard about this practice of just sh- just sh- cutting people's hair to the roots to make it thinner thinner looking? Yeah,
1: it's like um. She just hasn't really thought it through She like didn't really think through what happens when that hair grows back She just didn't think at all But I mean I think as an experimental thing I would probably try it Because you don't know what's going to happen It could be a great look No but
0: you have to keep doing it Like you don't have a choice Because as soon as you let it grow out You're just going to have all these bits of short hair But it could be a game changer
1: Like I reckon you wouldn't want to pay the average price for it But you you know it could be really good but um, I'll tell you I'll go back into this So I, I find this I try to find this place It's they, The Google Maps is wrong So it took me ages to find it But once I walk in I was shocked By Literally A Greek god of a man Do you ever Do you ever see these men <laughs> These gay guys Where you're like Because I I'm not attracted to men But there's something about These gay guys that are just so they've put so much effort into their appearance that it's just they're just shockingly beautiful mm. like they're just well groomed beautiful skin his his beard he had a, like kind of a short beard like mine but was just so well cut and just he had these beautiful um blue green eyes and I was just like I walked into the jaw and I was just like taken aback. I had to move backwards mm-hmm. just but he was so beautiful and um
0: where did you go? Was it like a hipster barber, no, or was it? it a- was,
1: this place was like I didn't know at the time because I was just finding. I just try to find a place I can book online because I don't want to ring up. So I just booked online. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how much money it was. It turned out it was like it was bloody the one percenter place. Like this oh, really? guy, this guy was like a bloody model. He looked like um. Who did he look like. Do
0: you recommend it? Because Tristan needs to get his hair cut, and he's traumatized from those other bars. No, I
1: don't recommend it, and oh, I'll okay. tell you why in a few minutes. But um, this guy looks like. Do you know who Craig Foster is from the from the soccer channel? That he's the guy with grey hair, and he's Australian. No, no and okay, well, anyway, he's he had. So this guy kind of had grey hair, but he. It looked like it was a choice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, it this was.
1: guy. This guy... It was good grey. You've seen tens before. This guy was an 11 and a half. Like, he was next level good looking. Um, so, I had trouble talking to him because I was just so taken aback. But anyway, booked in. I said They said, you got the day wrong. I said, I apologise. I already feel like a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, I, did you really get the day wrong?
1: I, I got the day wrong. And this is the problem with the hairdresser is that... I don't feel My self-worth is so low I don't feel good enough To have my hair I cut I
0: know
1: I don't even feel good enough So oh, that's Woken up in the morning Had a shower You know Brushed my teeth To the nth degree oh. and, and washed my hair Just because I was like This person doesn't want To touch my head oh. Like I just felt so awful oh. But they made some time for me They cut my hair And the whole time I was Do you reckon they did it
0: shit Because you got the day wrong?
1: Yeah, I reckon they really hated me because they had to. They were like, "Oh, maybe we can fit you in while we're waiting for this lady's color to get in." So I was like, "They, they really, they really um did." did they guilt tripped. They no, they were really nice about it, and and so I was really thankful that they fit me in. But um, so. To my surprise, though the haircut, I'm not I'm not 100 with it. It's a she left a little bit too much on. I reckon. Don't you reckon? What, on the top? It's a bit of a mop top because I got no, really I, love I it. got really thick hair, so I end up looking like a a, a bit of a sixties look, like a bit of a a bit of a beetle or something. No, I kind of love too, it. Nah, it's a bit too much. But um, so it was a men's cut. A men's cut. You're usually looking at 35 bucks, which is pretty good. This costs 55 bucks. And I was like, okay, maybe it was a good place. Maybe it's a good cut. Maybe in a few days, it's going to look like a million bucks. Turns out it hasn't. But the other thing was, when I get out of the thing, I check my phone. I, I, my appointment was at 2.30. So I'm expecting, oh, yeah, you know, about a half an hour's buck. I, I, I check my phone. It's 4.11. So somehow, she's taken less off my hair than any hairdresser ever has. And it's taken over an hour and a half.
0: What? How did, did you that your happen? Hurt your whole hair? Yeah. It took an hour and a half to cut my hair. That's very strange. So I don't That's know like what how happened. Long it takes me to do. It takes my hairdresser to do an, uh, a cut and a dry a cut and a color. two yeah, colors. So
1: I don't know what she was doing. And the whole time she was talking about, you know, hairdressers, they're, they're the one job where you're forced into conversation with someone. And they're always people that cannot carry a conversation to save their lives. Mm. So she was talking about the weather. We talked, we had a half an hour conversation about Uber for somehow. Mm. And, um, she And she just had the worst opinions about everything Like she was talking about we both live in Mount Lawley And she was talking about how, you know, it can be a bit dodgy sometimes And people break into your stuff And, and I always, because I'm in like kind of a, a left wing bubble I always expect someone to have like the same opinions as me And she was like, you know, people people break into your car And it's it's just really sad And I was like thinking she was going to say, you know, it's sad um, because these people are desperate and they they might be on drugs and they have no other choices in life but she was like i was like why is it sad and she's like oh because you've worked so hard for your stuff and they just ask oh god damn so every every part of the conversation was just insufferable uh, she wouldn't listen to anything that i said she just i'd be halfway through a sentence and she'd just be like yeah yeah and then just go on to what she yeah, was saying she,
0: yeah she was just trying she to she doesn't the time. give a fuck she doesn't care my hairdresser at the moment like i'm always interchangeable i'm always hairdresser shopping but um she doesn't really talk to me we have a couple of we That's ex- what, how you ex- want it. We exchange a couple of things, but she just... I feel very... She's actually hot as fuck, to be honest. I'm a bit attracted to her. Um, she's a hot lady, hot gal. Um, she's younger than me, but she's... Yeah, she's real hot. Um, and... So, I'm kind of checking her out most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, But she... We just have this, like... I feel as though we have like a connection and she knows this is all me. This is all me just making all of this up, projecting all this stuff on her. But I feel like she knows the kind of person I am and she, she navigates that and she's like, she doesn't really like talking. And I actually think she's an introvert too. And she's just like free pass. That's don't need good. to talk to this That's person. That's what you
1: need more of. Yeah. And
0: I was actually going to jump ship cause she did a, a shitty hairdress, ha- haircut cause she was oh, a bit yeah, distracted. I remember. Yeah, yeah. She was a bit distracted that day. And yeah. I was just like, Oh, I can't be bothered with her. But like now I think about it, I've actually, I'm on the money with her cause she doesn't talk to me.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good thing Because I
0: actually, when I think about it I always thought that I loved going to the hairdresser But now I actually realise I don't like it Because I don't like having to talk to people And I don't like staring at my ugly head for the whole time Like it's really triggering. You know,
1: I never look up yeah, I'm so ashamed to to be alive. I just look down the whole time. Oh, dear, this
0: is making me really sad, yeah. <laughs> Ben. It's,
1: it's, it's a real dark day in my life. I, was, I had the day off work. I was like, the one thing I have to do is get my hair cut because I just feel like I can't do anything. I've been in a really poor mental state. I have to take care of myself in some way. So I just get a haircut. But I, I have to say,
0: down. you think it doesn't look good. I actually think it's actually quite good. I
1: think I'm on the right track in that I think in the future... Um, I'm going to go I'm going to keep going With the curl cut I think it's a good cut So I'm going to keep Going that way but I think next time I'll
0: take a little more off
1: mm. um, but Let's just do one more Look we're going to wrap up I think we'll go which, Can we do a lightning round
0: Yeah but I don't have Any lightning to shed Okay I'll give you Some lightning I
1: realised this I was walking past On Beaufort Street I was walking past Elmar's mm. That butchery mm. I have a resentment against them. It's hard enough already to be a vegetarian without them shoving these sausages yeah, in I your face to say, every Saturday they morning. They smell
0: really good. They smell so fucking yeah, good. Yeah, I have to say I don't usually crave meat, but any every time I walk past sizzling sausages, I feel like shoving one of them in my gob. That's what I feel like. I don't think it's a resentment. I actually like it. I think it, it adds a little bit of flavour. And Beaufort Street is dead, so that they need a bit of action. But I, it's so hard. Like I'm. I think the
1: longer I'm vegetarian, it's like a kind of. It's like a kind of, um, like, parabola Like, I, I got to a stage where I was really, like, solidly against meat and everything But then it kind of comes back around where it goes back down and you start to like, oh, that smells good That looks good Where now it's like, it's quite hard not to eat meat again mm,
0: Okay Yeah,
1: okay. but, um, so, um, another one I, don't, I resent these people People that work just for the sake of it People that are so boring yeah. that they just work because there's nothing else. And, and don't get me wrong. There's plenty of good reasons to work, you know, more than usual. It's like you need more money or um, what was that? Yeah, yeah. you're, you're trying to get some advancement in your career. You need more money. But there's some people who literally they'll work and you ask them why you're, why you're working, you know, gone from five days to six days. And they'll say, oh, I just don't have anything else to do.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like, like take a day off or do something interesting. Get a
1: fucking hobby, mate.
0: But I'm jealous of them because they, they're they the kind of people that just save heaps of money and they're always the kind of people that like one day they're like, yeah, I have 100 grand. But it's wasted on them because they don't know how to yeah, enjoy and their money. they don't spend it. And they don't spend it. They'll just work more. But also it's like I just rather do nothing. Like I'm happy to do nothing. Like I can waste time better than anyone. Like I can just stare at walls. Like one time my friend said to me, shout out Christina. <laughs> she, I don't know why but just made me laugh so much. I said to her like because she didn't have a TV and um, she didn't have a TV and um, she, no, she didn't have the Internet. She didn't have a laptop. She didn't have a TV and she didn't have the Internet. And I said to her, like, I was like, what do you do? Like she lived in a share house. She didn't have a partner at the time. I was like, what do you do at home? And she's like, sometimes I just sit on my bed and stare at the wall. And just no, she goes, I just sit there. And like I just remember laughing because I'm such a distracted. head. Like I'll just watch TV, I'll just go on Instagram or I'll just read or I'll do something like something. But like she just would and it was so funny. But then there just came to a point when I started living by myself, I remember like there just for some reason like I just started doing what she did and oh, I was so good. It, nice. And I and I said to her, like it was a few years later and I said, You know, I finally get what you mean. Like sometimes I just get home from work and I just sit there. Or I just, like, lie on my bed and I'm less like, I just stare it up. It
1: feels so good.
0: Yeah. It's just, like, what am I doing?
1: And if you're a creative person, like, I, it depends on your disposition, but, like, I feel like being a creative person living by myself is so good because you just get so bored that you have to entertain yourself. Mm. So, you just come up with new things just to entertain oh, yourself.
0: I loved living by myself. Like, that's going to be, like, that's my fucking hashtag gratitude is, like, I'm so glad that I... I um I experienced Living by myself Like it was the best thing I ever did And I enjoyed it so much It was just so good Yeah It's a great time I love it uh, So I'm going to finish off We got a review uh, On um, On our iTunes But No one gave They didn't give them Give us their Home address So we're not We can't send them a card We want to send and, you stuff I might try and like I don't know how I'm going to Find out who this is But It's for It's from Billy Ray Cyrus and they and it, and the subject is people from Perth actually doing something. Ex- five stars. Exceptional Perth-based chit-chat featuring the relatable content we all love to hate. V funny, V good. Very funny, very good. 10 out of 10.
1: Wow, that's a glowing Thank review. you.
0: So, again, if you take a shot of your review and give us a five-star or whatever review and, you know, actually write one on um our – on uh, Apple Pod or whatever, iTunes – and you take a photo and you give us your home address um we will send you a little hand-drawn card um but anyway regardless thank you so much for that review and also as we said last week we episode 50 we are doing a special edition the resentment list and you guys are going to tell us what you no, you're gonna you're gonna send us resentments that you have with us
1: Yeah, send them in, baby.
0: So the whole episode is going to be about you and your resentments towards us. That's on episode 50, so I think it's about seven weeks' time. So you've got plenty of time to think of some shit that you hate about us, either on air or off air. And send
1: some – if you can, try and, like, record it on your phone and send it to us because that's fun if we could actually play them on the podcast.
0: Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. All right, so we're going to keep reminding you. Hope you have a good week. Uh, We're going to love you and leave you. Bye. God bless, bye.